It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sippy yo Hot time scrolling for your long truths You might learn something you never know Could let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind it's my birthday, I'll throw straws if I want to Straws if I want to Straws if I want to It's not actually my birthday yet But You know, I mean Yeah It's not actually my birthday yet My birthday Obviously you'll be listening to this on a Monday Or whenever you decide to listen to it But it's available to you from Monday My birthday's on Friday But there won't be an episode next week, Monday, because I'll probably still be away living my best life. So, yeah, we're just celebrating my birthday from now, from now, because I guess at this point, almost 32 years ago, I was just tired of my mother's womb. And I was just like, I am ready. I'm ready to come up out of this bitch because I want to be a Libra baby. I want to be ruled by Venus to live my best life with love and beauty and all of the things aesthetically pleasing. So yeah. Yes. I'm excited. I like my birthday. Um I like my birthday a lot. Um I I I'm not someone who's worried about getting older. I think people's preoccupation with getting older is actually because they're they're scared of dying. And you'd only be scared of dying if you think that dying is the end of everything when actually it's just the beginning of the um, of another journey. Wow. Yeah, that was my phone. SARS. Um, but yeah, it's actually just the beginning of another journey. So every year is a chance for me to reflect on the previous year and just be like, wow, what have I learned? And honestly, between last last year's birthday and this year, you know, this year's birthday coming up, I've grown exponentially and I've done so much things that I never thought I would have the opportunity to do. And I've grown in so many ways and learned so many things about myself and not all of it has been great, but it's been a wonderful journey so far. So I'm very, very grateful that I get to be one of the billions of people that get to still be alive on this earth. I mean, I mean, there are many of you trying to ruin the fucking earth, but I'm still glad that I'm just one of the billions of people that still gets to be here. So praise be to Jar. Um, I haven't introduced myself. So I'm Kalecha, Kalecha Yokofor. Welcome to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right. Suck your mum. Yeah, I'm just, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be making this um, episode. Glad to come with the energy because I've actually had a bit of rest. And I think Part of my energy comes from the fact that I was at an amazing wedding um, just yesterday. Well, by the time you listen to this a few days ago. So, um, yeah, it just it just made all of the difference. It's really, really great. It's great to be here. But let's look at the fact that by the time you hear this, it'll be Monday, 1st of October, which means happy by day to you, Nigeria. Happy by day to you. Ha- how old are you now? How old are you now, Nigeria? Nigeria's Independence Day. How old are you now? And at your big, big age, you're still moving mad. You're still Nigeria at your big, big fucking age. 
When will you stop moving mad? When will you respect your children? When will you respect your children, also known as your citizens? When will you start creating opportunities for them so they can shine as brightly as they deserve to? Like Nigerians are really out here doing bits across the globe and they'd be able to do more bits if the government in Nigeria just respected their fucking lives. So I'm hoping that on this birthday of yours, Nigeria, I pray for common sense. I pray for that spirit of selfishness to leave you so you can actually distribute the wealth that we have. You can distribute it fairly amongst the citizens. I just pray that we start having conversations that aren't so deeply steeped in misogyny. Like that that would be wonderful too. Um, there's just so much that needs to happen um, moving past tribalism and realizing that the reason that we've and refer to it as tribes and things like that is also um, um, from a colonized state. Like we're just actually just different peoples that have been pushed together to form this country. And it start, it's time to start working through that trauma. So like happy birthday, Nigeria. But the same way that I would reflect on my life on my birthday is the way that I want Nigeria to reflect on her life on her birthday because moving mad cannot be an option that you choose for the rest of your life it's not an exhaustive measure please like choose another option there's always another option and so it's Nigeria's birthday and also the release day of the say your mind affirmation cards I'm very very proud of the affirmation cards um I took a lot of time to think about the affirmations that I wanted to put in they're now available at the time as as you're listening to this the the affirmation cards are literally available like right now I'll let you know that I just said that moving mad should not always be an option but sometimes I like to move mad and I did something very very mad and I only made a hundred affirmation cards so when they're gone they're gone don't ask me any questions don't cry don't beg la 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 I don't care I made a hundred because I just specifically wanted to make a hundred of them that's it um that's it I won't I won't be making anymore I have no desire to make anymore I just wanted these little gifts out into the world and you can enjoy them if you manage to grab yourself a pack do not send me a dm about oh my god I was frying eggs and then I went to the computer and oh my god the affirmation cards were gone <laughs> Go and cry into your fried eggs because that has nothing to do with me. I literally have no more cards. So do what's best for you and your sanity and get them as soon as possible. The cards are, the deck of cards are 22 pounds, 22 pence because I love synchronicity, two, 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 two. I just love it. So I wanted them to be 22 pounds, 22 pence. Um, so they'll be available. And also there are Just the Baby Girl and Just the Baby Boy t-shirts available. Um, crop tops available for Just the Baby Girl, as well as vests and t-shirts available, Just the Baby Boy. There are the badges if you want to get the Say Your Mind badges. And there are tote bags on, um, as well on there, uh, Just the Baby Girl tote bags. So if you manage to grab any of those, like, come on, live your best fucking life. It's Libra season. This is the time for just that, just that excessive, just exquisite abundance. Like, do you this is your time for you to live lavish to live lush like big up all the libras up in this bitch what air signs boop 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 but i've told you i'm a fake libra everywhere um, anyway because my moon is actually in scorpio and i think my venus is in scorpio so i'm 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 a liar and a fraud i'm pretty much a scorpio so that means i can celebrate two seasons so soon after i finish celebrating libra season i'm gonna jump right in and celebrate scorpio season because you can't tell me what to fucking do i'll do what i like 
Thank you all so much. Those are my announcements. Big up a Belay Botanica who sponsors this podcast. You can get your smokable herbs, which are super popular on her site right now. I love them. You can get your smokable, um, smokable herbs on ibelaybotanica.co.uk. You can get discounts, unlimited discount for um, the products. Um, I use the body balm as well, which I think is really, really good. I'm very particular about the body balms that I use. And I think this keeps my skin like nice and lush. Because she makes it from really cool ingredients. And she, um, Musulu Oblongata, she initially made it for her daughter's skin because she was getting a rash. Um, and she actually found that actually it slaps, like the balm slaps. So she put it on her website. So I use the balm as well, the body balm. So I'd recommend that you get that as well. Um, the discount is say your mind or one word, uppercase, live your best life. You can get like teas, sm- um, teas. Um, as herbs and also um, yoni steams, the yoni steam herbs as well. You can get that. Don't use it if you've got a IUD in your vagina or deeply inserted into your cervix. Don't use it when you've got that and don't use it uh, during your menstrual cycle. Wait, just wait until after that and you can just enjoy all the steam helping to tone your insides and to just get away or get rid of energies that shouldn't otherwise be there. So it's also wonderful, wonderful things. So that's ibilebotanica.co.uk. Go and live your best life. Um, moving on then to tarot for this week, because obviously last week I was so tired and I just moved everything around. I'm spinning around. Do good. Move out of my way. I don't. That's all I wanted to do. I don't really. Me and Kylie Minogue are not friends like that. I'm not going to be promoting her song on my website. Anyway, um, the Black Angel card for this week is the Braider. I've always been intrigued by this image of the Braider whenever I passed it in the card deck. So you've got one person sitting down braiding another person's hair. And I think braiding hair or doing hair is one of like those intimate things that are just beautiful. And probably one of the things that I love most about being um, black, I guess, like... I love just memories of sitting down having my hair braided, but the nice type of braiding, not when the auntie has a smelly crotch and she's chucking your head in between her thighs and she's like, sit, put your head this way, put your head this way while she's dragging every follicle off the fuck, front of your fucking head. Um, I didn't enjoy that, but the braider, the braider is the card for this week. Um, the braider says here, your intimacy with life fills your heart. On your waking path, you're connected, interrelated, intimate. On the sleeping path, you're separate, lonely, and isolated. On the waking path, you bring together those who have felt apart, separated, alienated from all others. You reunite family, friends, and community. You are surrounded by people because of the light you bring to our being related to one another. You can help ease the feeling of being left out of community. Your attention to continuity and linkage keeps you in the making of kinship and community. Your ability to develop connections between people is crucial in the passing on of collective gifts, heritage and wisdom to future generations. You find yourself connected to all that is around you. As a result, you strive for connection and intimacy or to be close to others. It is important for you to have ties with people and projects before you feel that life is satisfying. This need makes you constantly in search of relationships. Yet braiders sometimes find themselves feeling alone in the world when they are on the sleeping path. This aloneness can cause great pain. 
The desire for companionship is so strong that your soul cries out to be loved and attended to. The danger of such a desire is that you may unconsciously choose relationships or connections that are shallow or empty. This only increases the loneliness you already feel. Selecting this card could be a signal to look at how you create your own isolation. Are your friendships heartfelt? Do you feel you are worthy of being in a relationship? What is your capacity to be intimate, open-hearted with others? When do you tune up and when do you shut down? Your soul revival is best served by allowing yourself to be close to your heart and to trust yourself. Many of us genuinely feel that we are not lovable. So we work and work and work at bringing this intimacy in from the outside. If you are working hard at intimacy in relationships while feeling alone, then you are manufacturing a false intimacy, a kind of closeness that depends on how hard you work to be kind or on others' approval of you. Intimacy should not be hard work, but rather an experience of knowing who you are and seeing yourself as an expression of love. Often in your desire for closeness, you are trying to fill an empty space in your heart. Filling that space with someone or something other than yourself leads to continued disappointments in your work of weaving souls. When you feel alone and separate from the world, it may be time to reflect on what expectations you have of people. You may want to consider laying aside your long list of needs and replace it with what you can provide for yourself and what you bring to a relationship. The depth of intimacy in your life depends completely on having a deep knowing of who you are and not who you have become. Reveal yourself to yourself. Pull up. Bad man forward, bad man pull up. I'll just say that one again. The depth of intimacy in your life depends completely on having a deep knowing of who you are and not who you have become. Reveal yourself to yourself. My friend, Naked yourself to yourself, yeah? Off your clothes, your, your, your spiritual clothes, off them to yourself. And look at yourself and really naked yourself to yourself. That's what's that saying. Um, yeah, I think that that's, oh, that's a word. You, you need a moment with that. Especially through Libra season, you know, I'm very excited that it's Libra season, but especially through Libra seasons where Libras are renowned for being people that love to form relationships, partnerships, companionships. They love that. They thrive on that. Generally speaking, that's the like Libra archetype. But if you as a person who thrives on having intimate relationships and companionships with people, um, haven't really formed an intimate companionship with yourself, with your body, mind and soul, and you're going out there trying to find it with other people, it will only ever fall short of what it should be. And fake intimacy is no intimacy at all. I think, I can't remember who said it. Was it Eartha Kitt or someone that said, um, thin love isn't love at all. Like, or might it be Maya Angelou? I don't know. I love misquoting people. You should know that already. But it matters, you know, it matters to have the real thing. Why are you having some, any made in China type of love? I don't even know if that's like, um, disrespectful But we do know that a lot of um, You know like those fake bags They like made in China That's what I'm referring to Like I'm not being disrespectful to Chinese people Sorry But you don't want that kind of You know Fake or counterfeit type of love Like get the real thing And that's not just 
um, relationships in terms of intimate romantic relationships we're talking about friendships as well some of you are happy to hold on to friendships when you know the friendship done died from when you were in secondary school but you don't want to let go of it because it's like nah We've been friends for years You've been friends for years But you fucking hate each other You hate each other Sometimes you fantasize About strangling Susan You do You fantasize about Just wringing her neck Because she's so fucking rude And she's not supportive And anything that you bring to her About what you're doing She's got some bullshit To say about it Or is it even I don't know Kevin Every time you say to Kevin Like boom I'm doing this Like this is a great thing And Kevin's like Rah mm, Nah I are you sure you're going to be able to pull it off? Like you haven't got the source, you haven't got the juice. Like why are you hanging around with friends that don't even want you to be your best self and they don't see your best self? Like critique is one thing, but there are genuinely people out there who every time you try to shine, they try to dampen your soul. What the fuck? What the fuck? And you'll only stand for it if on a very, very deep level, you believe that you are unlovable. And I'm talking about that from a very real place. Like my therapist, big up Emma, but, 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 um, she's an incredible therapist. And, you know, we've been working at that very, very real underlying story that I tell myself that I am not lovable. Like everything, you can say all of the things consciously, but that if you have that subconscious belief that you are unlovable, your actions, in your conscious actions will be a reflection of that. And then you'll choose things and situations that further perpetuate that story that you are, um, or propagate even that story that you're unlovable. And then you'll be like, see, I knew I was unlovable, but fam, you keep doing the things, you're, you keep attracting and pulling the things to you that will confirm what you already believe. Like, we only see reality. We only create a reality based on our beliefs, not on our thoughts, on our literal beliefs, because the beliefs are the things that we've held onto and we've calcified and kept in a deep place inside ourselves. And so therefore, whatever we manifest will only ever be that. So it's very, very easy for people to be like, oh, manifest, you know, your reality, your thoughts, rare, 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 do this, do that. But if your thoughts don't actually align with your belief system, you're not, you're only going to get what you believe, not what you're thinking. That's, you're going to get what you actually believe of yourself. So you could be saying to yourself every day, like, oh, I know I'm beautiful. I know this, I know that. But if you actually don't believe it on a very, very, very deep level, you're only going to see yourself as unbeautiful in the world at large. And so that's why it matters at a time of Libra season, especially now we're coming into autumn where people are settling down, wanting to be close with people for the winter and things like that. Don't go and be with someone just because it's cold weather doesn't mean you need to have a cold heart. Don't go and be with someone when when you're with them, you still feel alone. You still feel lonely. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your time. Um, and I think that this is what this stress is. Like if you, un until you romance yourself, and I said that from one of the very, very first podcasts, until you sit down and romance yourself and give yourself the love that you deserve, you're only going to settle for shit counterfeits from other people and you're, you deserve more than that. And so, you know, those things matter. Love on yourself and care for yourself. And not in that woo-woo way, but I mean, literally like treat yourself to what you deserve. And I said it about my birthday as well. Like as much as um, I'm like, oh, it'll be nice for friends and families to do these bits. I've already given myself a cutoff date. Like if friends and family haven't done this by this date, I'm doing what I want to do because I want to make sure that 
from all the hard work that I've put in this year and all the grief and pain that I felt at so many points this year that when it hits 12 and I turn 32 that I'm living my best life and I'm somewhere where I can just chill and love on myself so that's what I encourage you all to do Mariam Hassana she says something on her Instagram page where it was something like the feeling that you feel when you feel like you're in love with someone is is not brought on really by them it's you actually being able to access all of the love that you had inside you all of the time no one comes to like give you that feeling the feeling was already inside you but you just needed a stimuli to trigger it so you could access it so that means that the feeling of that elation that that euphoria that beauty is there all of the time all of the time and you don't necessarily need an outward stimuli an external stimuli to um to get access to it you don't you don't you don't need like you know some kind of an external external stimulus to to get to give you that it's already there you just need to be able to access it is the long-winded way around that so you could virtually feel in love all of the time by not waiting for it to come from outside you could you could feel that same emotion all of the time or to feel that same feeling all of the time and this is really what i'm working at just being able to feel that regardless of all the fuckeries that's happening being able to tap into that energy of just feeling love not even loved or anything like that or lovable no just feeling love whenever I, whenever i want to feel it i think that that's that that would be cool but i'm working on it anyway from my new deck of cards my fave cards that i love so much now by crystal banner the collider dope deck um the card that i pulled this week is the 10 of coins so aka the 10 of pentacles and in the image we see a massive mansion basically she's just drawn my house that i'm gonna have in miami i've told you all from now um she's drawn my mansion thanks so much crystal for drawing my my mansion i appreciate that and it's got a swimming pool and it's got like palm trees ar- around it and it's just exuberant and it's just plush luxurious and then the 10 of coins are um used to kind of um decorate the top which i would imagine is the master bedroom on the on the top floor and the master bedroom to me has a balcony and it just looks amazing um and she's put the 10 of coins around that and definitely that's what i'm feeling about libra season for me personally you know october is black history month in the uk so this is the time where all the black people are wheeled out as tokens to come and speak about Black History Month. Everyone wants to do all of their projects about blackness in this one month so they don't have to think about it um, for the rest of the year because they really don't give a shit, generally speaking. So this is a time where for me in my calendar, this is the time I make the most money because this is the time where it's like, oh, Kalechi, we'd really like you to be a part of this project. Oh, so you've just, rem- you've just remembered that I exist because we're we're in the run-up to October. But you know, the last time I checked, I was still of physical matter from January through to December. Like I'm of physical matter all of the time. Like literally I exist all of the time, but you man only remember when it's October that you know some black people. And I really, really would like as a public service announcement to uh to just let people know that political blackness is not what you should be operating within for black history month black history month is about black people not politically black people black 
people So don't come and celebrate Sadiq Khan During Black History Month Because Sadiq Khan is not a black man Or Zayn Malik Or whatever the fuck Stop celebrating brown people During Black History Month Because that's not what it's there for I just wanted to clear that up Because it's fucking pissing me off Like Oh we're in this together No we're fucking not Because we We're yet to speak about The anti-blackness In the Asian communities Whether it be East Asian Or Southeast Asian We haven't spoken about them So I don't want to be On the same panel With people During Black History Month Because you just wanted to Dump everyone together I I refuse I refuse That's an Aaliyah song If you don't know she didn't sing it exactly like that, but who's watching? Who's listening? Um, so 10 of Coins came up, which is an amazing, amazing card. It came up upright. It didn't come out reversed. To say that, apart from the fact that it's Black History Month and people like myself are being willed out as the tokens, it's also a time of prosperity. It's a time of prosperity and for all of us to be out here getting the things that we deserve. And it's not just in the monetary sense, but even in the emotional sense. And I think that's why it ties in so nicely with the Black Angel card that I pulled today of the braider, because it's time for you to start weaving the life that will support you, to weave the life that will keep you warm. That is what you want. The life that will keep you supported, like literally start weaving the network um, that, that will support you and exalt you and celebrate you. So it's not just about the financial, it's about everything. It's about every aspect of your life. Like start looking at those friendships. Are they bringing you that feeling that you are, you, you are happy to be here? Romantic friendships, just intimate, you know, romantic, intimate, um, intimate relationships, all of them things there, addressing those things. Your job, is this the time that you should start talking to them about, you know, What's it looking like? Promotion or whatever Like are you getting fulfillment for your job From your job It's time to start looking at all of the things That should be bringing you fulfillment And whether they truly truly are Life is definitely more about um, More than money But at the same time Make sure that the work that you're giving to these pagans Is um, being reflected in the amount of money that you are being paid Because you didn't come here to come and be anybody's goat Yeah, that's not what your mum brought you into the, this life for Don't go and be anybody's goat, please um, And also, usually I do one card in the main um in the main podcast and I do the extra card in the extra content but there's actually another card that came up at the bottom of the deck that I want to discuss in the extra content that leads um that goes nicely with this story um but at the bottom of the deck for this week was the page of coins so again coins it feels very much about like career like as much as I'm saying that you know this is more than career when we're talking about the 10 of uh, pentacles or the ten of coins The fact that we've got the page of coins as well Is leading me to think that you know This is a time that we should all be thinking about our our finances and about our lifestyle and how we support it And the page of coins is really saying to us that There are small, small opportunities that actually have the ability And have the potential to bring about the ten of coins You start with one Remember when um, Kevin Morosky was talking about hundred pennies The page of coins is the one penny But you get hundred of those and then you've got a pound Yeah, so Taking the page of coins Taking the energy of the page of coins And taking something small And helping it to grow in your life So you have the ten of coins That this is the literally the season for us To start getting things together That are going to serve us And make our lives more robust And enjoyable 
later on. It can be enjoyable right now. And it's also saying that it's a, it's a positive time. It's not one of those times where you're slugging away and you're miserable. No, this is an enjoyable venture. So it's not even one of those things that you're doing and you have to grit your teeth. No, this is actually fun. The opportunities that are coming your way or that have come your way, whether it's a new job or a new collaboration or a new project, is something that you're going to enjoy but at the same time, realize that it's there simply as a stepping stone and it's the beginning of something much greater. And it's because it's leading you to your 10 of coins. It's leading you to your treasure chest of bits. Um, in the extra content, we'll be talking about the second card of the major arcana because those two cards are of the... Um, those two cards are of the minor arcana. So they're speaking to like day-to-day -day energies, which is what I'm talking about more, the things that are happening in your life generally in the day-to-day. -day. But actually the major arcana that came up at the bottom of the deck straight after is the, the um, number two, this, the third card actually of the major arcana deck, but it's, num it's numbered as two because zero is the first card and that's the fall. Um, and this is the high priestess. So we're going to be speaking about the high priestess energy. And I love that Crystal made her a black woman with braids. Bop, bop, bop. Um, so I'll talk about that more in the extra content. If you want to join me in the extra content, it is patreon.com forward slash Kelechi Okafor. If you want to send me letters to the show, send it to sym at Kelechi Okafor.com. Remember, 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 there are only a few episodes left of this podcast. So if there's a letter that you've really wanted to be writing, you better make sure that you get get it the fuck in because we're going to be done soon. Um, but I've actually got an exciting announcement. We're not going to be done done, but we're just going to be moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I wouldn't even call it moving on up because this is up. This is up already. This is up there, up there already. I love the fact that I do this podcast, but I'll just be, I'll be move. I'll be moving somewhere. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out, but it won't be the same. I won't be swearing as much. That's for one thing. Um, so that's that. That's the tarot done. Extra content. We'll talk about the high priestess. Anyway, moving on to share your magnificence. My share your magnificence to, uh, this week is my baby boy, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Calais. Emmanuel got married um, this last week. He got married and I couldn't be happier for him. Like, I'm so proud of, like, black men who unapologetically love. And I'm so proud of black Nigerian men who unapologetically love. Like, there are so many Nigerian guys that I know. Not going to say any names, but I mean, let's not, let's, don't ask me this again if I've been drinking alcohol because the names might slip out. But there are some Nigerian men, black men, men generally, like, They'll get married and then just start moving mad. Like they haven't left their single ways, but then they're married. And I'm just like, you guys need to do better for your entire lives because the, the women deserve better, whether they know it or not. And Emmanuel is really not of that energy. Like if you saw how happy he was at this wedding, I felt so teary watching him because he was so proud to have done like met this amazing woman so big up Abiola who he's married um he was so proud to have met this amazing woman 
and to celebrate her with the world. And I'm proud of the fact that he told us that they met on Tinder because I know a lot of you black people try to pretend that you're not on online dating. And I don't know who you're pretending for because in the grand scheme of things, nobody gives a shit, but you all still want to pretend like, huh, me? No, I don't go on them things there. I meet my people when I'm out and about. I meet them at them Afrobeats brunches and, you know, the bashment brunches and the day parties. No, you don't. No, you don't. Stop lying, beloved. Stop lying. Stop lying. Um, so I'm I'm glad that they both said that they actually met on Tinder. Um, Abiola is also part of my show, Your Magnificence. Not just because you know she's now married and she's now the wife of Emmanuel or she's Emmanuel's wife. No, it's because her bridal speech at the re- wedding reception was a mad thing. When I tell you it was an absolute mad thing, I love women who just fully own their sexuality and are so honest about things. Like basically she said that they've been celibate for two, that the two and a half years that they've been dating. And she said, you know, but now that we're married, I promise you that from tonight, from tonight, I'm going to start busting it wide open. I said, wow. Oh my God. Oh my god i was stunned because her mom was there and i was like as wild as i speak there are certain things i won't say in front of my mom i just i'm someone that's just a bit like about those things but i screamed my head off because i i i screamed i said energy that is the energy that i love because too many times when people are doing their wedding days everyone starts performing i basically see weddings right as a big performance as someone who's an actor I just see weddings as like a massive perform- a performance of like pomp and regalia, like just dressing up, doing all of these things and everyone pretending to be who they're not. And I find that aspect a bit boring about weddings. Like girls will sit there or women will sit there on their wedding day and be acting all chast and like, oh, oh, little old me, I'm just a delicate flower. I've never seen a penis, bitch. Your your hen party was a mad thing. Who are you pretending to? Fix the fuck up. And like, oh, everyone's so like delicate and rare, rare, rare on the day. And I just feel like, stop it. Just just be you. Just be you. Because I don't know, understand what all the pretense is about. I personally don't like it. But Abiola didn't pretend. She lived her best life on um, at the wedding day. Emmanuel, they both looked gorgeous. They danced to lots of Vibes Cartel. And um, obviously that warmed my heart at the wedding reception. I loved every minute of that. I was spraying their money while dipping it down low because yes but it was just really really nice to see two black people in all of the love and all of the respect for each other and I wish them nothing but but the best like weddings I'm very very cynical about which is probably why I've just never got around to like planning my own because at every turn I'm just like well I don't want to perpetuate this so well by God's grace we'll get there eventually but um yeah, I'm just I'm just really happy for them. And that's why they're my, my uh, share your magnificence for this week, because I think that love is magnificent. Love is a beautiful thing, quoting DeBange. Um, and I wish them every, every joy and every happiness and and all of the protection in their life as they go forward on this journey, because I really, truly see them as one of the couples that 
are 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 gonna do the thing that they're, they're gonna they're gonna go the whole hog. Um, and I'm proud of that. Um, so that's my show, Your Magnificence. Moving on to So You Mad, because we went from truly, truly happy people who are magnificent to absolute fucking hot steaming pile of trash. We're now moving to So You Mad, and we're talking about Bill Cosby. Now, I don't know. I don't, so if you don't know, Bill Cosby got sentenced last week to three to 10 years in prison. I don't understand America. Like America always has to do things on such a mad vibe. Like who sentences someone to three to 10 years? Like, bitch, what is it? What have I been sentenced to? Is it three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? 10? Give me the actual number. You can't tell me that you're sentencing me three to 10 years. Like, mm, you know what? I'm not feeling great today. Grey's Anatomy made me sad last night. So I'm going to just, you're going to do five years. That's how I'm feeling today. No, like give me the specific time frame. I want to know how long this vile creature is going to be incarcerated for. I want to know that. Um, so I don't know why I go on for that. But I'm very, very glad that um, Bill Cosby has been sentenced. What? I struggle with is the number of black people who started having a conversation about whether first of all there are black people who don't believe that Bill Cosby did anything they believe that all of the 60 I'll say it again 60 Shesh Jeshant 60 allegations against him were false they don't believe that any of it is true because 60 60 people just decided to lie they all woke up one day and on some kind of global connect some metaphysical matrix type connection everyone decided to lie on bill cosby because he was allegedly going to buy nbc that was the first story then he was like oh no it's because he's now about to die that people are trying to ruin his name and the energy that you all put up to stick up for um sexual predators in our society especially when I'm talking within the black communities, the energy that some of you put up to stick up for sexual predators is amazing to me. If you put that energy into, I don't know, technology or into like the betterment of the youth, um, we would have an amazing society. But no, you put it into supporting sexual predators. And it hits me, like I think I've talked about this on the show before, definitely, but it hits me in a very, very raw place as someone who has um, been the victim of um, sexual abuse as a child that you would all come with all of your your think pieces and your hot takes about why you don't think that he could have done it and why did they take so long to speak about it that means that you don't actually understand the gravity of having your body and your, your just your personhood violated by another human being you don't actually understand what that is which is why you think it's just easy for people to jump up and talk about it and even the people that talk about it straight away you bitches still have something to say about oh why well, what were they wearing and did they drink too much? And well, they should have known that and blah, 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 blah. and men will be men and boys will be boys. Shut up. Just shut up and stop chatting fucking shit all of the time. Why is it that it's only in your mouths that trash resides? Other, others of us put our trash in the bin, but you clearly put your trash in your mouth. And that is part of the problem. And I just find it disgusting that people were turning around going, yeah, but I just find it. And it's the way that you guys come as if you have like 
you know, like when you think you're making a point, where you think you're like you're 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 really saying all of the things, like you're really doing bits. Come forward and go. Well, I just think it's interesting how Harvey Weinstein is still out there. Roman Polanski is still out there. Woody Allen or whatever is still out there. But, you know, it's Bill Cosby that that's getting the sentencing. Um, Bitch, everybody needs to go down. But due to the nature of white supremacist patriarchy, not everybody is going to go down at the same time. But that does not mean that Bill Cosby does not need to get got for what he has done. And you, oh, why is it always the black men that are being attacked? But have you heard the same thing said about other um, um, black American or black people, other black men? You haven't heard it said about every black man because there are actually black men who have been in the film industry for decades and none of this has been said about them yet. But for the larger scale, what I'm trying to say is that it's not every black man. It's these specific black men that have done this, this specific thing that are being, that are being dealt with. Harvey Weinstein is possibly looking at life sentence. So not everyone's getting off as easily as you thought. The guy that, um, the guy that groped um, and violated Terry Crews, he's had to resign from me, the company that he was part of, because there are repercussions for violating people. So don't give me this bullshit about, oh, I just think it's interesting how it's Bill Cosby. No, because it's not just Bill Cosby. But why would you even want that to be your line of argument? Why aren't you just glad that this person is 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 facing the consequences for a fraction of the things that he's done because it's not because due to the statutes of limitations not all of the people that he's done this to can actually um be recognized by the court of law and brought in to um, you know to you know to for him to feel the recompense for not all of them are being brought forward because their time essentially has run out to complain about what he has done or to speak up about what he has done so He's not even feeling the full throttle of his madness. Only a little bit of it. Only a little bit. And, and it's only because this one could have been could be proven beyond reasonable doubt. He and his lawyers have been poking holes in every other allegation that has come up. And they've been relying on the ignorance of the black community to support them and be like, oh, he was America's dad. No, Bill Cosby is an actor. He's a black man. He's an individual. Um, um, Huxtable, Dr. Huxtable was a fictional character That's who you love, not Bill Cosby Stop conflating the two things You need to learn the difference between reality and TV And I'm really sad that I'm having to tell some of you that At your big, big age But you need to fix the fuck up And don't worry, like, this, there's definitely a reason That this isn't my straw of the week Because I feel like I've talked about um, um, Sexual predators and things like that And I've given them straws before Which is why I've put it in the So You Mad segment And also because there, so many of you are mad for thinking that you could in any way justify this nonsense And that is part of the problem Bill Cosby deserves what he's getting R. Kelly also needs to get got But the reason that we're not dealing with R. Kelly Is because he mainly targets working class black girls And we all know that society doesn't give a shit about working class black girls But the moment that motherfucker touches a white girl it is on and popping He's going down Because society will not allow For that to happen um, And I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody I wouldn't wish it on anybody And that's why he's been very careful About people he's targeting And that's why I find it so sickening So abhorrent 
that um, middle-aged black women and above are going to his concerts like they are like willfully ignoring the things the violence he's inflicting on young black girls all because they want to sing i believe i can fly you know what needs to fly towards your face you dickheads a straw needs to fly towards your fucking face so you could all use it to suck your mothers there you have it maybe it's just a double whammy of suck your mums maybe that's what it's got to be and there's no so you mad but i always say that the biggest perpetrators or the the yeah the biggest the biggest um, supporters of the isms in our society, whether it's sexism, racism, are always the people who are most like impacted by that ism. So I find that it's black people who will be there. Like when I'm speaking about certain things, be like, why don't you just shut up? We like things the way that they are because people just like their oppression. Some people just like their oppression. And, and I think it's the same with misogynoir, the racialized sexism that black women face in that it's black women and girls that are like, oh, leave R. Kelly alone. He makes all of these songs. Like step in the name of love. You are stepping in the name of fucking pedophilia. How about that, you dickhead? How about that? I'm not stepping in any name of love because his love is it's not love. It's not consenting because he's doing it to children and young girls. So no. But rather than focusing on weird things like, oh, but why haven't they gone for the white men? And why aren't they being punished for the ways that they've violated women? Why don't you just focus on the fact that you know what? Well done. That's one man. We have the power to get all of the people who are doing this, do, doing these things, whether man or woman, we can get all of these people now. But no, you want to focus on the fact that why did it have to be a black man? Because all I'm hearing from that is just like, we want black men to have the same right to violate women the same way that white men do. And that's just a bit fucked up, don't you think? Like, that's, that's a bit mad. That's a bit wild. That's extremely wild. You know the state of the society that we live in And you know the power that white men wield in our society When um, Donald Trash um, could say During the campaign, the election campaign He could say, oh, I grab women by the pussy Just grab women by the pussy And still be elected as president That should go to show you the power of white, white maleness in our society because if Obama, for instance, if we're looking at America as a microcosm um, or even a macrocosm as, as that. But if we're looking at America specifically, if Obama had said that during his campaigning, do you think he would ever have been fucking president? No, because he would have fulfilled the stereotype that people already have of black men, that they are sexually violent thugs. He would have fulfilled that narrative. So he would have never smelt that White House. But the thing is, when it comes to white men, even when white women know that they're going to suffer at the hands of this nonsense that the white men are doing, their innate loyalty lies with whiteness. So even knowing that it didn't serve their better interests, they still went and voted for him instead of, I don't know, Hillary, because they would rather support white um, and patriarchy They would rather support White supremacist patriarchy Than support another woman Who happens to be white No they will always support White maleness Because they see that As the highest echelon In our society And that's part of the problem And that's why To answer your stupid Fucking dumb question That we haven't got um, You know Woody Allen And Roman Polanski And all of these people We haven't got them Because you know 
there's there's a lot protecting them. There's there's a lot protecting them in their white maleness. There's 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 a lot. But that doesn't mean that the day will not come. And I also find it problematic how men will say things like, oh, well, at this rate, with this Me Too movement, gosh, there aren't going to be any men left. Everyone's getting done for whatever they might have done back in the day. I promise you, I promise you that if you think that because women are speaking up about being sexually harassed and assaulted and, you know, um, championing this Me Too movement, if you think that that means that there'll be no men left, that just goes to tell me the kind of men that you know. Because I know that there are men who aren't out there in these streets sexually violating women. It just so happens that the men that you know would all get got because you and your men are all sexual predators. Not every man is going to be gone in the world. And even if by some wild, wild happening, it was every man that just goes to show the the the, the gravity of, it just goes to show the gravity of patriarchy in that sexual violence towards women has been so normalized that if you actually look at every individual man and go, um, are you in any way, um, have you in any way com- contributed to this um, to this happening? If that's the case that we find that a lot of men or all the men are in some way guilty of this, then you know just got to start again. Just got to start and and dismantle the whole thing and start again. But that's not what you're saying. You're just scared that you and your mandem would get caught out because that's how grimy you and your mandem move. You would all get. You would all disappear. Not all of the men would disappear. From my thinking. It's just that you would all disappear because you're trash. You. Remember that. But it's a complex conversation to have, but please don't jump in my Instagram DMs telling me that, oh, as much as I understand that, you know, Bill Cosby needed to go to jail, I'm just really, or go to prison, I'm just really um, angry by the fact that that all these white men are still walking around. Bitch, I don't give a shit that all the white men are still walking around because I understand why the white men are still walking around. I'm just glad from someone who was sexually abused by a black man, I'm glad that this black man is going to prison. And when they get all them white men as well, he they should all go and join him as well but this one i'm glad about and i'm not going to now start hypothesizing it because it's somewhere deep inside me i feel um a a misplaced loyalty to black men i'm not doing that with you not today not ever that's that anyway then let's move on to so you mad um we've already done so you mad ignore me let's move on to suck your mum. so Suck your mom. Suck your mom this week. Straw of the week. Straw of the week goes out to the scientists at, uh, from the Institute of Research for Development in France. The reason that they're getting my straw of the week is because um, they have been doing years of um, research and interviews with the indigenous people of French Guyana, or is it Guyana? But it's spelled different from like the Caribbean Guyana. Anyway, they've been doing research um, with the indigenous people of this region. Um, and it's about from the, they've been researching the plant that's known as, um, I think is Quasia Amara. 
I wanted to call it Kwasia Amara, but I know Kwasia is bad. It's bad. It's a bad word in um, in is it is it twee? I think it might be twee. Anyway, um, they have been doing research in, um, research into this plant known as the Kwasia Amara, and. The reason that they've been doing research into this plant is because it's got anti-malarial properties. So for centuries, the indigenous people of French Guiana have been using um, the plant to ward off malaria. The, the French scientists went to them to learn how they do this. So, you know, like they boil it into a tea and things like that and they drink it. Um, and they have many different uses for this particular um, for this particular plant. But the main thing is to make a tea with it. They boil the tea, and um, dr- and that's how they supply this anti-malarial concoction. So the scientists have been going there, doing all of their research, taking some of the plant, going away to um, you know uh, dissect it and do whatever they do to it to find out what the molecule is that is actually, that actually has the anti-malarial property. Obviously, you know how the story goes. The indigenous people of this region were trusting and they were like, oh, wow, someone's interested in this wonderful thing that we have that we use to help our people. Of course, we'll show them how it works. Okay, this is what we do with it. La, 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 la. And they show them. You already know that these motherfuckers went back to their labs, found the um, the molecule in it that makes it anti-malarial and they have gone to file a patent for the um for the molecule so if it's now that that goes through that means that the indigenous people of French Guiana cannot can no longer sell their teas their anti-malarial teas they can no longer sell it so therefore what are they making money from? Because this is part of also the way that they make money. What are they now making money from now that it's now being patented? Or is it patent? Yeah, patented. The um this molecule is now being patented. So they can't they can't sell it anymore because now it'll be legal it'll be illegal for them to because they'll be infringing on somebody else's um work, which is actually their work that somebody else went and stole. Um I can't even say that I'm angry about this, but I can definitely say that I hate people. Like I hate people and I hate colonization. And France never wants to address its atrocious history of colonization and how violent it was across the world, what they did to people. But more so, they haven't stopped doing it. And that's part of the problem. In 2007, these motherfuckers stood in front of the UN and they said that they were ready to recognize French Guyana as, um, as a, um, you know, as a state or whatever. They were ready to recognize them. Um, but that doesn't mean that they, they've recognized them in terms of human rights. They haven't helped them in the preservation of their own language because obviously French was um, inflicted upon them. So they haven't helped them in the um, preservation of their own language and culture. Their healthcare is fucking shit. So really, the only way that they could look after themselves was to use the the surroundings, their environment, the earth to make their own um, medications and to make their own things and also use the medication that they're making to generate some sort of income for themselves. And then now you've come to take that away from them and now they won't be able to sell their teas because... 
you've decided that you're going to um, have the molecule patented and they can't and they can't sell it anymore. And I just think it's horrible. I think it's so, so horrible. And I hate people like it's disgusting. It's disgusting because this isn't the first instance that this has happened. I don't know if you know, um, I think it's the restaurant called Pho, P-H-O. I think it's owned by white people, if I'm not wrong. They discovered the Vietnamese beauty that is Pho, the broth. They discovered it and um, they decided that they're going to open their store. They're going to open their own restaurant because they love the food so much. They opened their own Pho restaurant. And they went and um, applied for a trademark on the name pho, which means that if any now Vietnamese people use that as part of the name of their shop or their 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 establishment, they can be sued for it. And that's that really bothers me. Um, let's just add the allegedly from what I read on news on the interwebs. Yeah, before they come and cry here as well, but. I just think it's disgusting how people who are not of a culture can come stomping in and they come stomping in on the premise of, oh, we just want to learn about this wonderful thing that you do. And then they learn about it and they take it. And then not only do they take it, but they now become the gatekeepers of it and tell you that you don't have access to the motherfucking thing that was yours in the first place. That is just extreme bullshit. It's actually extreme bullshit. And it's horrible. It's so so horrible, and I feel for the um for the for the indigenous people of French Guyana that 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 this is what is happening to them. Like, how can in this age we're still just here watching colonization happen in every part of the world and things being taken from people in every part of the world? Yet, what can we do? So I'm glad that Al Jazeera um drew attention to it because when I saw it. I went to go and like do my research and do my Googles and stuff. And it just, I I was just really, really saddened by it. And I just think that we just need to do fucking better. And I hope that their um, patent or their patent never goes through. Or if it does go through, I just hope that shit's just bad for them. And everybody that was involved in going to research that and who stole that, they just get uncontrollable diarrhea for the rest of their lives, um, which will be short-lived because obviously they wouldn't have any, um, they'd be dehydrated and they'd die. But that's genuinely what I wish for them. And actually, the SKE molecule that they're extracting from this plant wouldn't be useful to them because it's for malaria, not for diarrhea. <laughs> and you could put the straw up your bum. And instead of sucking your mum, you can just suck all the shit out of your own ass because that's what you deserve. You vile, vile people. Horrible, horrible people. But regardless of all of these things, we will persevere. And I just think that the more attention we draw to these things, we are more aware um, in the world at large about the fuck that's going on and we can help in one way or another. Um, in the extra content, I will be, I, you know, I spoke about what happened, um, you know, the people's responses, the public response to Bill Cosby's sentencing. But in the extra content, I'll be reading a letter that I received from one of my listeners. I'll call her Chamomile. Her name's Chamomile for the purposes of this podcast. She sent a letter about the abuse that she um, suffered, like sexual abuse um, that she suffered. And she's been thinking about whether to tell her family about it. Um, And I just think that I'd rather do that, speak about that more in an intimate setting, in the extra content um, and about my experiences and the advice that I gave her when I wrote back to her. So I'll be reading that 
um, and talking about that in the extra content. So you can join me there. Um, but otherwise, it's been real. My name is Kalechi Okafor and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right. Suck your mom. Um, follow me on at Say Your Mind Pod or at Kalechnikov on every platform. And yeah, it's a baby girl celebrating her baby birthday. Rah, man's going to be 32, you know? Peace! It's the Ben's Brunani woman, it's baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sipping here. Hard time scrolling for your long drawers. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.